0: Welcome to HRpreneur, I'm Jim Duffy. From Main Street to your street, the HRpreneur podcast is centered around helping small businesses like yours gain the knowledge you need, from HR, payroll, and hiring, to time, taxes, benefits, and insurance. Today, we're revisiting the topic of COVID-19. As cases have recently increased in some areas, this has been a top inquiry for us, and some of the considerations have changed since the pandemic officially ended in May, 2023. So we have Samantha Monroe with us to provide us with the latest information and guidance. Sam is Senior Counsel here at ADP. Sam, welcome back, it's great to have you on your show again. Thanks, Jim, great to be here. So let's kick it off. Uh, To start, could you please provide us with an update on the CDC's latest guidance for isolation for COVID-19?
1: Absolutely. As of September 25th, 2023, The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's CDC recommendations are as follows. People with presumed or confirmed COVID-19 or who are showing symptoms of COVID-19, regardless of vaccination status, should isolate, stay home in a separate room from others for at least five full days. And at the end of at least five full days, if they are fever free for 24 hours without the use of fever reducing medication and their other symptoms have improved. They may end isolation provided they continue to wear a mask when indoors around others until day 11. If they had symptoms and had moderate, such as shortness of breath, or severe illness that required hospitalization, they should isolate at least through day 10. Note that day zero of isolation is the day of symptom onset, regardless of when they tested positive. If no symptoms develop, day zero is the day they tested. It's also important to note that for healthcare workers, there is separate CDC guidance that applies.
0: Sam, thank you for that. What about individuals who are exposed to someone who has COVID-19?
1: So the CDC says that regardless of vaccination status, people who are exposed to COVID-19 should wear a mask and watch for symptoms for at least 10 days, get tested at least five full days after their last exposure, and follow isolation protocol if they do develop symptoms or test positive.
0: One of the most common questions employers are currently asking is whether they can require employees to take COVID-19 tests even though the pandemic officially ended in May of 2023. Can you please address that for us?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So in May of 2023, the US Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC, updated its guidance on conducting COVID-19 tests on employees in light of the end of the public health emergency. In the guidance, the EEOC does make clear that if an employer implements screening protocols that include COVID-19 viral testing, federal law requires that any mandatory medical test employees be job-related and consistent with business necessity. The EEOC states that employer use of a COVID-19 viral test to screen employees who are or will be in the workplace will meet the business necessity standard when it is consistent with guidance from the CDC, the Food and Drug Administration, and or state, local public health authorities that's current at the time of testing. The EEOC reminds employers that recommendations about COVID-19 testing may be revised based on new information and changing conditions. If an employer seeks to implement screening testing for employees, such testing must meet the business necessity standard based on relevant facts. Possible considerations in making the business necessity assessment may include some of the following. The level of community transmission, the vaccination status of employees, the accuracy and speed of processing for different types of COVID-19 viral tests, the degree to which breakthrough infections are possible for employees who are up to date on vaccinations, the ease of transmissibility of the current variants, the possible severity of illness from the current variant, what types of contacts employees may have with others in the workplace or elsewhere that they are required to work around, for example, working with medically vulnerable individuals, and the potential impact on operations if an employee enters the workplace with COVID-19. In making these assessments, employers should check the latest CDC guidance and any other relevant sources to determine whether screening testing is appropriate for these employees and consider consulting legal counsel.
0: So Sam, what about screening applicants for symptoms of COVID-19? Is that treated differently than screening current employees?
1: Well, the EEOC has consistently stated that an employer may screen job applicants for symptoms of COVID-19, provided it is after making a conditional job offer and as long as the employer does so for all entering employees in the same type of job. In the May 2023 guidance, the EEOC retains that language, but does clarify that if an employer screens everyone for COVID-19, meaning they screen all applicants, employees, contractors, and visitors because anyone potentially might have COVID-19 before permitting entry to the worksite, Then, an applicant in the pre-offer stage who needs to be in the workplace as part of the application process, such as for a job interview, may likewise be screened for COVID-19.
0: Sam, that's uh, an excellent uh, background and update on the guidance. I'd like to switch gears, if I may. Uh, Another common question we're getting is, are employees entitled to paid leave if they are unable to work because they or a family member must isolate due to COVID-19?
1: There's currently no federal requirement to provide paid leave to employees if they're unable to work due to COVID-19, but several states and local jurisdictions require employers to provide such paid leave. These requirements may be part of paid sick leave laws, paid family and medical leave laws, and or separate paid leave requirements for COVID-19 and similar public health emergencies. Some of the separate paid leave requirements have been extended into 2023, but others have expired. Keep in mind the latter group's requirements could be reinstated as cases rise. You should check your state and local laws for details. For example, New York continues to guarantee job-protected paid leave to workers who are subject to a mandatory or precautionary order of quarantine or isolation for COVID-19 issued by the state of New York, the Department of Health, local board of health, or any government entity duly authorized to issue such order or whose minor dependent child is under such an order. Most employees would be entitled to financial compensation through a combination of benefits, which may include employer-provided COVID-19 sick leave, paid family leave, and disability benefits. Some states and local jurisdictions have adopted rules for excluding workers with COVID-19 from the workplace and require employers to maintain the employee's pay during the exclusion period. Check your state and local rules for details. Even in the absence of a requirement to provide paid time off to employees for reasons related to COVID-19, many employers continue to offer paid leave to employees to encourage sick workers to stay home and to help prevent the spread of illness.
0: That makes a lot of sense, Sam. So let's move on to employer vaccination mandates. Can an employer require a COVID-19 vaccination right now?
1: This is a great question since there is an updated vaccine that was released around the middle of September. So the EEOC has made clear that federal laws don't prevent an employer from requiring all employees physically entering the workplace to be vaccinated and boosted against COVID-19, subject to the reasonable accommodation provisions that I will discuss next. Still, some states have restrictions or prohibitions on COVID-19 vaccination requirements. Let's first start with federal law. Under federal law, an employer must provide reasonable accommodations for employees who, because of a disability or sincerely held religious belief, practice, or observance, don't get vaccinated for COVID-19 unless providing an accommodation would pose an undue hardship on the employer's business. Additionally, some employees may seek job adjustments or may request exemptions from a COVID-19 vaccination requirement due to pregnancy. If an employee seeks an exemption from a vaccine requirement due to pregnancy, you must treat them the same as you would other employees who are similar in their ability or inability to work. This means that a pregnant employee may be entitled to job modifications, including telework, changes to work schedules or assignments, and leave to the extent such modifications are provided for other similarly situated employees. Some states require pregnancy accommodations in additional circumstances. Ensure that supervisors, managers, and human resource personnel know how to handle such requests. Let's move on to state laws. More than a dozen states have adopted rules that prohibit or further restrict employers from enforcing COVID-19 vaccine mandates. For example, Florida enacted legislation in 2021 that prohibits private employers from imposing a COVID-19 vaccination mandate without providing exemptions for medical reasons, including pregnancy and anticipated pregnancy, religious regions, COVID-19 immunity, periodic testing, and the use of employer-provided personal protective equipment, PPE. Many of these laws, including Florida's, have specific requirements for handling exemption requests. Be sure to check your state law for details.
0: Uh, Okay, Sam, that's a lot of great information right there. Uh, Our next question is whether employers can reinstate a requirement for employees to wear a mask in the workplace to help reduce the spread of COVID-19. So if they can do that, when should they implement it?
1: Yes, so most employers can require employees to wear masks in the workplace, regardless of vaccination status, subject to the reasonable accommodation provisions discussed earlier. Some employers may implement a mask requirement when the CDC reports that COVID-19 hospital admission level is high in the county where the employer is located, or where required by state, tribal, territorial, or local laws, rules, regulations, or existing collective bargaining agreements. As of the first week of September, only about a dozen counties in the United States fell into this category. Some employers might implement mass requirements when hospitalizations reach a median level in their county, even when not required to do so.
0: Thank you for that, Sam. Uh, our final question is, what else can employers employer do to help prevent the spread of COVID-19 right now?
1: Here are some examples that employers may consider. Encourage employees to stay home if they feel sick. Employers may also want to consider offering more generous leave benefits to encourage employees to stay home and sick and giving employees the flexibility to manage family responsibilities. Increase space and distance between employees. Post signs to encourage employees to increase space and distance and avoid crowding. Check the ventilation. Consistent with CDC guidance, optimize indoor ventilation by increasing the proportion of outdoor fresh air brought into the facility via the HVAC system, maximizing outside air in the building's HVAC system, improving filtration to the highest efficiency filter that the HVAC system can handle, or reducing or eliminating recirculation. Employers may also wanna check their state and local health and safety agencies because they may have their own requirements or guidance that's helpful.
0: Excellent, Sam, thank you. Uh, This brings us to the end of this episode. Again, Sam, thank you. We appreciate your time and guidance here. So if I may ask you a favor, uh, Sam, I took some notes during the conversation. I'm just gonna um, kind of review them and just keep me honest. Uh, just let me know if I've missed anything. So first summary here is people with presumed or confirmed COVID-19, or if they're showing symptoms of COVID-19, you know, regardless of their vaccination status, should isolate, stay home in a separate room from others for at least five full days. Another note I took was, um, Before employers implement screening protocols that include COVID-19 viral testing of current employees, federal law requires that employers determine the testing is job-related and consistent with business necessity. Another note here says, uh, I took down here, says about uh, federal laws don't prevent an employer from requiring all employees physically entering the workplace to be vaccinated and boosted against COVID-19, subject to the reasonable accommodation provisions that you've discussed. Uh, However, some state laws have further restrictions or prohibitions on COVID-19 vaccination requirements. And lastly, uh, most employers can require employees to wear masks in the workplace, regardless of vaccination status, subject to the reasonable accommodation provisions you discussed above. So, Sam, did I capture those correctly? You sure did. Terrific. Well, thank you again for being with us. Presented by ADP, HRpreneur focuses on the entrepreneurs and business drivers who are shaping the growth of their companies and positively impacting the lives of their employees. With each episode, we'll bring the experts to you. We'll answer your questions and help you think beyond today so you can discover more success tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to HRpreneur. Be well, and we hope you'll join us again soon.